Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinkin' Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic, How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News Weekend Edition. We're back on a Monday, D'Anthony. Uh, crazy weekend at the top here. We'll start with uh, uh, Hard AF Seltzer top story. We're live in the great state of Alabama right now, D'Anthony. How do you feel about that? <clears throat> uh, I don't feel. No. But. But if you did. Yeah. Hypothetical, I'm, let's say you had real feelings. I'll tell you this. <clears throat> I'm. I'm. It's the same distrib- distribution company as Georgia, right? I believe so. I think yes. it's the same one. It is. It is, uh, yes. That that bodes well for Georgia, and here's why: the first place that <clears throat> they stocked our stuff and right up in the front of the store was literally on Alabama's campus. Sure is. Sure and is. Two weeks before all the pledges start to show up for yeah. Fat Week, so they definitely do it right there. There's some states that are difficult to work with. Some states that are not difficult to work with. I feel like Alabama is going to be one of the not difficult to work with states. I, I feel the same way. Plus, um, it's beautiful down there. I know Alabama is a state gets a bad rap because of, you know, uh, I don't know, fucking your relatives. Let's yeah, just be honest let's, about let's it. be real with it, okay? It's having sex with your relatives. But our dear friend, Clayne, lives there. <laughs> sure does. He's taking your advice and posting more and more of his farm stuff, which is very interesting. I told him he should have a YouTube yeah. channel. We showed um, it uh, live on the show, and it was dope. And I'm like, yeah. yo, this is amazing. But they have very fertile land down there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're looking for a place to move, it's probably not the worst place. Yeah, and it's it's fertile as well for, for cousins and whatnot. Uh, so first store is open. Uh, Star Food Mart on 1405 University Boulevard. Uh, there's it, about 10, 20 <laughs> cases in there. Buy them out. Why should you buy them out from Star Food Marts on 1405 University Boulevard in Tuscaloosa, Alabama on campus? Because we're coming there. Uh, we're doing a live show from the Alabama-Texas uh, game on September 9th. Yep. So we will be in town for that. Stock up on Hard AF Seltzer. We'll be there. Uh, we're also happy to announce that we will be at the LSU-FSU game uh, September 3rd. That'll be in Orlando. So we're coming to Orlando. D'Anthony, the question we've been... Uh, well, chatting- we're also going to Miami at Miami. Yes, Miami and Miami on Friday night. In Miami. Just to do it because yeah. it's in Miami. <clears throat> we've never seen how the Hurricanes get down. So let's see how you guys get down. It's the first Friday night game of the year. But uh, also, the last time we were there, we did a uh, house party at somebody's house in Orlando, Florida. That's right. 
Should we do that on Saturday night is the question, since we will have an off night in well, Orlando. What time is the, the Miami-Miami game? Is a day game? No, it's a night game on Friday nights. So we could have a uh, oh, Saturday night yeah, yeah. party at somebody's house and do a live show. Well, neither of the baseball teams are in town. They're both Correct. on the road, unfortunately. I looked into that. Yeah. I, th- I do think that the Rowdies are at home. Rowdies but are at home. Like Miami to Tampa and then back to Orlando. A little bit of a drive. It's a bit much for three days. A little um, bit of a drive. So yeah, we could do that. Doing a house party <clears throat> at somebody's house would be great. Um, I'd like to hit up the gentleman we had it at last time. That was a fucking blast. And he had a pool. Uh, yeah, that back porch area with the the and it was all uh uh enclosed, uh, enclosed so no mosquitoes yeah. no yeah. bugs all that stuff it was great i mean and we I, could also do it at danny Warstop's house i believe oh is he down oh, no, he's too? he's farther north yeah That's i think he's right. in jacksonville yeah, yeah. yeah uh but i believe somewhere around the 1 a.m uh time frame there was a couple having sex in the hot tub at his house in front of everyone yeah so we all got to see that and if that's how it's going to be then we should definitely do it again we should definitely come <clears> back uh, I believe the clown pornographer was down there. She is, yeah. We, yeah. we we're still in contact, so sure are. We could maybe have her do an appearance. So uh, Corey Chase, uh, the last one, Jocelyn Jane's down there. There's a bunch of people in Orlando, down there. Hmm. in that area, oh, yeah. in that in that uh, general area. But we love it down there, and you and I also have a, a meeting down there as well. Uh, trying to work with the magic in a, in mm. some capacity oh, yeah. this fall, so that falls right in those dates as well. So we'll see you that weekend. So in Tuscaloosa, buy out uh, 1405 University Boulevard, that Star Food Mart down there, the Star Mart, apparently is what the kids are calling it these days. Then we'll be there in like, I don't know, four weeks, five weeks. We'll see you soon, kids. Uh, But let's make a huge splash in Alabama. Georgia is up next probably any day now. Um, Whenever they get the product. Yeah, Yeah, because we get a a photo on Friday night, and they were like, hey, it's here. And we were like, oh, is it supposed to be? I was like, it's a little early. And they were like, no, the shipment got there early, and they just popped it up in the store. So we're amped about it. Um, Thank you for the continued support. (laughs) It's amazing, as always, on these Monday shows on Drinking Bros Podcast Patreon. If you're not a member, subscribe. We like to start these Monday fake news shows with top memes of the weekend that were sent in by you guys what do we got up here first anthony um this first one i don't know that i can really explain it so i think you're just gonna have to show it okay Um, okay (laughs) this is one bob sent me this morning actually and it's an old book oh boy called modifying retarded behavior oh no oh no for the people who are not watching on video uh what d'anthony actually said is literal it does say yeah. modifying retarded behavior yeah who's the uh, author there john t naysworth and robert m smith congratulations gentlemen was this was this a bestseller bob do we know yeah it actually robert m smith made so much money that he was able to found the band the cure shortly oh, after God. so uh, nailed it nailed it now i want he was die. also a running back <laughs> for uh for Minnesota Vikings yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Well. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. The There's another. Do you remember? You've seen that T-shirt where it was like swing for the retarded. It was mm. a golf tournament to raise money for retarded people. Oh, you mean our meme that uh, fucking Joe Rogan talked about on air but didn't show our Instagram account for? Uh, oh. That was uh, for softcore. We, yeah, we posted that. Wow. When he was talking How about How long it. ago was that? Oh, a couple months. Oh, shit. Recently? Yeah. Damn, he was dude, talking about it. He was hurts. looking at it. He was looking at it off screen. He said Jamie pulled up, and Jamie, in fact, did not pull it up. <laughs> well, who pulled it up? 
How did they see it? They just talked about it. They didn't even, oh, I they see. Didn't even pull it up on the screen. No, no, no. He could have been huge yeah, for us. He pulled it up on a screen that Joe could see. Yeah. But they didn't show it on the video. Screen. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Look, Rogan is a life changer overnight. It's even a meme. You know, you're looking at five to 8,000 yeah. subscribers right there yeah. or, or followers, depending upon what your account is. Sorry, gentlemen. But I love this. Yeah, We're off fun. to a good start. It's here. fun. So I like to start slow. Mm-hmm. Just with with memes and and also uh, sex. No, I, that was a pun. Okay, because retarded oh, people are slow. Look at that triple entendre. Yeah. Let's go. Um, the next one is I don't know who actually made this, but it's it's a scene from Joe Dirt where uh, <clears throat> where uh, uh, our guy here is dressing down Joe Dirt, telling him he's a piece of shit. Uh huh. Doesn't want, but the guy on the other side of the camera, instead of being Joe Dirt, it is uh, Joe Biden. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Right. Pump this up. Which right I thought now. was appropriate. It's really funny. All right, press play. I want you in this town. Nobody wants you around, period. Come on, man. Oh. <laughs> Look at him, fellas. <laughs> you crying, boy? <laughs> you crying, boy? <laughs> Maybe we'll go back down to McDonald's and get you a Lamberger and some French fries. <laughs> How about a wine kit? <laughs> you little sissy boy! <laughs> But he wants you in the- Oh, yeah. Just fun, you know. I felt bad for Joe in that meeting. I did not. You know? I didn't know if he was going to make it out of there. Didn't know if he was going to survive that. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. <clears throat> yeah, that was right. a good one. Two for two. Two for two. What do we got next? Next up, this, this one reminded me of a joke that Steve Byrne used to t- t- uh, tell back in the day. He was like, anytime anybody tries to talk to me about politics, I just say, last time I checked, this was America, and I stand up and walk away. <laughs> No matter what they've said, yeah. So this is that. That's what reminded me of this one. So superbly underrated comedian, by yeah. the way. Love him. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I thought this was America, and then there's a deli sign outside that says, "Please don't leave dead hookers in our bathroom." Boom. And look, just from the the view of that with the truck and everything else in the background, that's Gary, Indiana. Yeah, probably. Right? It's got to be. It's it it's looks like be. it. Well, I don't know. That's a pine. Is that a pine tree in the background? It, it looks very Midwest. Pull that back there. up. That might be the Pacific Northwest somewhere, actually, based on the trees I'm seeing. Yeah. Somebody in the audience, tell me where this is. I'm sure one of you pieces of shit knows. I'm, there I'm there also seems truck. to be some wear and tear on the bottom of that truck from snow and Well, you, don't, you also don't see a, uh, a one-door pickup truck very often. <laughs> Two-door pickup well, this, yeah, it might be a couple <laughs> years old, the truck. Maybe not. They still sell them. It's just the, the cheapest option. I uh, was looking through them over the weekend because uh, today was the day. They didn't find the car in seven mm. days, so they scrapped it. It's See what Mexico. happens. Uh, what do we got next? Bobby! Yeah. <clears throat> this next one is just uh, for all you Kyles out there. Okay. Okay. Pop this up here. It says, when you were, oh, when you slightly upset your white boyfriend... Not really understanding that, but uh, oh, there we go down the. the okay, cool. Yeah, cool. just a bunch of punch holes in drywall. <laughs> Unnecessarily for. Did no you really reason. not get that at first? Uh, no, I thought it was artwork. If you pop that up again, I thought that was uh, maybe cow artwork. <laughs> Holy shit! They destroyed those walls. Screens yeah, are just so, so far uh, you know, wow. It, it's, no, no, no. It was just there. That's just so big. Jesus. I wonder. Christ. Can you pull that back up and let's read some of the comments on that? <laughs> I thought that was one of those cow imprints that people have in their living room. I was like, all right, that's fun. They put it up on the walls, and I was like, nope, those are actually just destroyed. So this, the comments on this go immediately to racist. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wonder uh, why. I wonder I- why. Immediately. <laughs> 
The first one is kind of whatever. It's uh, blacks complain about white people being quote unquote racist, but they act superior to us. LMAO. I, is this a black Instagram account? I don't know, but that isn't sure. What's what's the word that people used to use? Uppity. Yeah. Uppity. I think is the race. I mean, you could have just said you could have saved all that space. What's his name? Owen 10 101 P. Is that it? Owen 101 P. Yeah. You could have saved all that fucking time tech uh, writing that text and just said, Oh, that must have been an uppity and N word is what you want to say. Sure. Just say what you want to say, dude. Just we all know you you're an say. asshole. Stop. Yeah, they'll they'll probably ban you from that. But well, uh, that was clearly what he was going definitely for. Definitely. Uh, Jamie Lanvier <clears throat> says, if he was black, those dents would be on the girlfriend. Oh boy, Can, is there applause? Can you hit that applause button for whoever's comment that is? Nah. Delco saying oh, no. Oh, and then by the way, Delco Owen no. Owen one hundred and one P says at Jamie Lanvier facts. Crying, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji. A hundred percent. That kid is probably a fourteen-year-old high school baseball player. He's going to get drafted in a few years, yep. and that fucking they're going to come back. And they're going to come back and watch this show and be like, "Hey, you know what? You're canceled, dude. Yeah, you're canceled. I, yeah, I won't even feel bad to be honest. No, fuck him. That's well, but part of you though, Bob, is is watching. You're watching two races meet in real time, and that's fun. It's a friendship. And yeah. friendship, no matter how it forms, is this, somebody this, found a best friend. That does sound like the kind of so. If, if uh, JJ, for example, mm-hmm. high and angry had showed me this original meme, I probably would have made that same comment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just because we're friends. For sure. So you, but, like, to anonymous people on the internet, maybe don't take that liberty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the funniest part to me is just that, look, I mean, I'll, let me look a little deeper into squids.memes here. Uh <laughs> I'm but, sure. I'm sure. Oh God! Look at that. There's a there's a fucking person with Down syndrome right up front. Oh, yeah. I've never seen this site. Um, so I posted that on my Instagram the other day. The uh, uh, Brennan there, the cop. Was that the one? Is yeah, that from, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I posted that uh, a, a couple of days ago in mine. This is a. I hadn't seen it. By the way, you can put the volume up on this. Oh yeah. Oh, that's this is actually a good one. Has yeah. wanted to be a cop since he was a kid. You know why I put you over? Because I was speeding. No, because you're black. Wait, <laughs> one more time there, Bob, because the Down Brennan, syndrome. Brennan, who has Down you. syndrome, has wanted to be a cop since he was a kid. You know why I put you over? Because I was speeding. No, because you're black. Brennan. Do you so, remember? So I posted that like a week ago because yeah. um, a, a listener had sent it in, and uh, uh, I'd never heard of this series. Apparently, there was a series on YouTube called The Retarded Cop. And it was just sketches like that? Yes. Uh, uh, Pull it up, Bob. Um, (laughs) Somebody hit me up afterwards, and I was like, where can I find this? And they said that they made a ton of them. Do you remember that? And uh, it was a full series. Do you remember that episode of Workaholics where the boss's little brother was had down syndrome and he pretended to be a cop for a while but it was like a stripper cop yeah, outfit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's funny <laughs> it's called retarded policeman there it is that's that's what it is yes 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 so i post that exact clip i just yeah, want we're, we're like just two weeks re- ago we're reporting the facts here I, yeah i'm literally reading what it's called here how many uh, follow how many subscribers does he have on youtube 447 total if this is the same uh, no, I don't believe it's the same person. I heard it was a very, very popular yeah, series look, back in the I'm day. I'm assuming these got pulled and got re-uploaded by this. Yeah, that is possible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. No, this whole playlist, retarded policeman playlist, it's from different accounts who re-up, re-uploaded it. Oh, uh, remixed it. Yeah. 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 But so got, what? He can't fucking take what's unique about him and monetize it now because somebody else that isn't retarded might be offended by that. Do you do you see how fucking 
uh, demeaning that is to a human being. Yeah, I don't really get it, man. Like, Homeboy was shooting all these sketches, allegedly, and uh, they built a whole YouTube channel. It was very successful, um, and uh, I enjoyed it. So, fuck, let this guy have his fucking money, dude. I don't uh, really yeah, get it. It's stupid. Uh, anyways, let's move that on. That clip to was that. funny as shit. <clears throat> let's move on to the next one. Here's where it starts to take a, a rough turn. There we go. Um, are you familiar with a modest proposal? You know what that is? Mm-hmm. So the same, the guy that wrote Gulliver's Travels, Jonathan Swift, um, wrote this short story called, a Mo- it wasn't even a story, it's called A Modest Proposal. It was during the Great Potato Famine. And his premise was that you should have replacement kids for yourself and then start to cannibalize the children after that so you can have high-quality protein. Okay. Right? That was, it, it was satire, obviously. Sure. This sure. one kind of goes in line with that. Here I just wanted go. to give everybody a brief Irish literature hist- and, uh, and history. And I think it's important, probably, for whatever we're about to see. Yeah. So pop that up, Bobby. What do we got here? How to cut expenses on the family budget. And it's just a man drowning his child. Oh, Look hey, it's squids.memes again. Is it real? Oh, wow. Whoever that is yeah. needs some more love. I've yeah. never heard of that account. Good oh, for them. man. The second comment is, LOL, black people have been doing this for years. <laughs> Oh, I'm just kidding, but you believed it. <laughs> I would you believe believed it. Because do you remember, like, old school YouTube, but from, from like, let's say when, when it became popular, 2008 to 2010, mm-hmm. it could be a video where it's just, like, so, somebody's re-uploading the old skateboarding videos, the kind of play in barbershops and shit right. like that. Right, big those? fan. Um, and in the comments, it's like, you know who really sucks? Puerto Ricans. Like, there are no Puerto Rican people involved in anything here what the fuck are you talking about this is back when we knew not to trust what you read on the internet like you immediately distrusted yeah Yeah. because it was on the internet do you remember like when you you guys all went to the college at a time where you were warned a lot not you you were in college in the 70s but graduated like an hour um, ago well he had punch card computers you were yeah yeah uh you were in college when you were warned by your professors not to use wikipedia as a source Mm -hmm. right maybe even in high school for you guys we were told not to. We were not yeah. allowed to use. They were said anyone can alter this. You usually it is pretty good a group censorship, but you can put whatever you want. In yeah, there. you know it's funny, Dan. I, I, I really didn't have Wikipedia. I know you did because you <laughs> graduated high school in 1940. <laughs> so that was not a concern of ours. We didn't this, have to do that. Right, let, let's keep going here. I don't want to lose. Uh, it's great, the momentum. Now keep it going, dude. This this next one is like, um, I just thought it was. It was. It's unusual and has a surprise ending, which is funny to me. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at a bowl of cereal and milk. Is there a volume? There Sign. Is. You gotta. You gotta rewind that oh, with the volume real quick. Come on, Captain Crunch. Give me a sign. Oh wow! It's a Nazi symbol. <laughs> Look at the fucking oh, cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> How many takes did it get for the cereal to make a like, perfect like to, Nazi symbol in the bowl? He makes the symbol first, and then they reverse. Yeah, the video. it's reverse. Yeah, they do it a lot with like how to make this, and they throw throw random crap in a frying pan. Okay, yeah. big fan either way. Yeah, Congratulations, that was, that's a good one. And then this one is about the dangers of drinking certain types of alcohol. Okay, um, and it's a Bush Light can. Yep. Right, and. <laughs> For the first, Accurate. for the first two thirds, it's damn that's refreshing, and then the last third, hate speech. <laughs> Which reminds me of one of my favorite all time jokes. It's actually a meme you can find. Remember that um, that hillbilly dude wearing the Confederate flag shirt uh, with just like he had full Joe Dirt facial hair too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just put a bunch of stuff. One of them was, uh, um, I told that teaching lady the only letters I need to learn are U S and A. 
But my favorite one was watch my for my next trick. I'm going to turn this 12 pack of Bud Light into domestic violence. <laughs> I'm a big fan, by the way, of Bush Light. Like Bush Light back in the day was uh, was cheap. Love Bush. It That's, was great. Bush it's, and Bush Light. Also, Bush arg- arguably like regular Bush in, in particular, mm-hmm. arguably the best can in the beer game. As far as appearance goes, yes, and branding. Yes. Well, how is it different than the Coors Light? Wait, what? I mean, it's well, the same thing. They Coors both have mountains. Silver Bullet was is the uh, is pretty distinct. Turn blue when it's cold. They, yeah. You don't beat that. Yeah, I don't care nice. what your can looks what, like. It's what nice. Cor- I thought that was Coors Light. PBR, I've always been a fan of their cans. Uh, Miller Light is tried and true. PBR sucks though. It's not great beer, obviously, but it's, uh, but the canning on Bush is not bad. Like, comment in the comments if you think Bush is better. No, absolutely not. Terrible As the taste or just brand? No, the can. Ones. Like, turning the mountains blue. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'm a big fan. Silver Bullet, they did it. They also, it's Bush also came up with the camo can, I believe. But the, the, the most important thing about Bush beer, Dan, do you know this story about how Bush beer came to be? Uh, no, I don't. So... Uh, is when, it, it's August Bush, right? Yeah. So when the Bushes, this is a St. Louis story. When the Bushes owned the Cardinals, which they did for a long time, yep. he wanted to name the stadium when they were switching from Sportsman Park to their new stadium. Mm-hmm. He wanted to name it Budweiser Stadium. Uh, but at the time, MLB had a rule that you couldn't name it after like beer or cigarettes or anything like that. So he's like, fine, that's stupid, but fine. So he just named it after himself, called it Bush Stadium, and then immediately created Bush Beer. Really? Yes. I, I like when people know that, circumvent stupid So rules. do I. Bush beer was created literally out of spite for Major League Baseball. Yeah, there's a great uh, story about High Noon and, and Dave Portnoy that maybe he'll share one day. Well, you can't not buy Bush beer That's at Bush really Stadium. fucking petty as well that I really like. I really enjoy it. Um, but big fan of that. And whenever I, f- I think of Bush Stadium, all I can think of is Mark McGuire. Dead serious. Smoking those fucking home runs that year, dude. Uh, that stadium was front and center for all of that shit. And uh, R.I.P. to Mark McGuire. Is he alive or dead? He's alive, but that right. stadium you speak of is dead. Mark is Mag- it really? Mark McGuire? Okay. He's alive. Eh, you never know. He, he was you the hitting coach for somebody, in, uh, for the Dodgers, right? Or for not, a minute, yeah. For not, the Do- not the hitting coach, but he was a hitting coach. I think he team. was the hitting coach. Mm. Yeah, th- I thought I'd ask. thought I'd ask. Uh, either way, those are fun. Submit your memes here uh, over the weekend to at Dan Holloway on Instagram or Twitter on there. And we'll pop up the best ones to start today. It's a nice little ease into the week here before we get to the news. Uh, first story here is Bidenomics. I've never been a fan of this. What were they? It felt like they were missing a couple letters here. Like um, Biden economics would have been fine. Well, Bidenomics is Ra- kind of weird. Reaganomics was a pretty Reaganomics. It's the same. It was all yeah. right. It's the same transition. Reaganomics, Bidenomics. Same amount of syllables. Yeah. Bidenomics. It, it feels a little clumsy for some reason. Well, it might be because he's a little clumsy. Maybe, maybe. But uh, President Biden <clears throat> took to Twitter on Monday uh, to tout his economic policies and the impact Bidenomics. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, it doesn't really roll off. Doesn't the Doesn't ring no. as is, is, uh, as well as it should. Uh, they should have called it Jonomics or Bidenomics was fine too. Just throw the e, the C in there. Uh, was having on workers' wages over the last two years. His self praise was uh, short lived. However, as Twitter fact checkers said, it contains a factual error. Bob, if you could bring that up, that'd be great. Uh, right now, real wages for the average American worker is higher. Than it was before the pandemic, uh, with lower wage workers seeing the largest gains, the president wrote on Twitter. 
That's Bidenomics. Uh, right now, I mean, that's what he said, by the way. Uh, right well, now. Well, that's what somebody <laughs> said on his behalf. Also, he didn't say anything. You know, you put some flair on it on, there. Uh, so how did this get fact-checked, Bob? What do they say at the bottom? The community's uh, uh, notes on here just, you Actually, know, there is no community note. Uh, it, it wasn't on this one. It was on okay, a tweet. Okay. But the community note was basically reposting information from a fact check that I think the Washington Post did. Okay. Um, from yeah. So in June, Biden claimed that he cut the deficit by 1.7 trillion, which the Washington Post rated highly misleading. And the claim was similarly scrutinized by other fact checkers. He also touted the impact of his new 988 suicide hotline, which was signed into law by Trump, actually. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Although not, look, Biden doesn't keep track of this stuff. He doesn't know what's going on. No, and it's not even him running this. So I, no. it's all a fucking sham. Here's what I can't figure out. They were touting all the inflation numbers and everything else. Where is it going? Where is the pricing going down exactly? Because well, it's not at the yeah. grocery store for me or at the gas station. Yeah, he also said, what, what, so here are some of the things that got directly fact-checked. One was, <clears throat> he says, right now, real wages for the average American worker is higher than it was before the pandemic. Um, Bob, do you want to get a specific definition for real wages that the government uses? I'm sure there is one. I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I know they change these things from time to time, but <clears throat> the community note on this particular tweet says on it's wages adjusted for inflation. Okay. So okay. yeah. Um, so on three fifteen twenty, when the shutdowns stuff started happening, that's March 15th of 2020, when U S COVID lockdowns began, real wages adjusted for inflation were 1115. $11.15 as of uh, yesterday, the 16th real wages AFI uh, are eleven oh five. So actually wages have gone down. Um, he also says that, <clears throat> that inflation is lower, mm-hmm. but it's triple what it was when he took office. Yeah. And this, remember, you're just lowering what you already set. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, they're trying to take credit for people who went back to work after lockdowns as new job creation. That's not what that is. The real wages are actually down because inflation's up. And the the deficit that he says he cut, uh, uh, is that's also not true. And then inflation is three times what it was when he took office. So you got to wonder, um, you got to wonder what the, me- so the messaging portion of the campaigns hasn't started yet. Not right, yet. right now it's yep. just like, Figuring out who's running and, you know, temperature checks, seeing who's getting donor dollars and stuff like that's most of the reporting you're going to see over the next couple, couple of weeks or how much money people raise, like all the periphery presidential candidates and shit. Um, but you do have to wonder how this is going to affect the 24 election, because things are as bad economically now as they were during Jimmy Carter's run. Right. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> they didn't have social media back then to drill people's brains with bullshit all the time no and I, I'm, I'm a big fan of um seeing things in real life to to judge whether or not something's doing well or somebody else is doing well um politically or just uh you know economically too mm. and all these places that we get to go to um the one state that has stuck out the most over the last couple years is florida um we've had a lot of events in florida we also had to go to a lot of events in Florida because of COVID. Florida was one of the only states that stayed mm. open. And with housing prices f- fucking frozen in time here in Austin, Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, housing market's tough in, uh, in a hold, lot of these major cities right now. Hold on a minute. The state told me that my house appreciated $200,000 in value. 
Well, before you even moved into it. Before you moved into it, yeah. That's a neat little trick, isn't it? Uh, In all sincerity, though, Bob, um, because I've told you this off air, and I hope you don't mind we chat about it, you did one of the smartest things ever by buying in on a new build years in advance that, like, dude, your property, by the time you sell that and whenever, I mean, will probably double or triple. You got in on a very, very great deal at a great time, and you're going to be reaping the benefits one day, my man. It was... uh, uh, a very smart financial move. Not sure if it was on purpose, fiscally or whatever you did, but uh, that was smart. However, people with existing houses right now are really feeling the pain of this. The one that is still unstoppable is fucking Florida, man. Every time we go there, prices are up, sales are uh, through the fucking roof. Because uh, I was, I was in on Delco's little theory of, of hey, man, maybe we should pop our beaks on down there. But uh, housing is through the fucking roof. But also enjoy it, and it's the first time that I've been to a state in a long time where cities are thriving that they weren't before. I never liked Tampa or St. Petersburg mm. or Clearwater, and I fucking lived in Clearwater for an entire year Yeah, um, in seventh grade. I wasn't fans of those, and uh, all of those cities are on the rise, and I was like, shit, I would live here. This is beautiful. Everything was new and fun, and they had good bars, restaurants, everything else. Uh, driving up and down that coast... Uh, as far as even all the way up to Jacksonville, Jacksonville, man, is starting to kick it into gear over there on that side of town where you'd have told me 10 years, Jacksonville, I'd have been like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, but it's all getting nice over there. And you can see what different people's policies are actually doing. And I know DeSantis <laughs> is way, way, way behind Trump now, and he probably won't get the nomination, but might be better for the people of Florida because your state's going to be fucking rad. And, uh, and I've enjoyed it. But everywhere else. Where else, where else is this happening? Because I haven't been there yet. I really don't know. <clears throat> it's um, hilarious that Florida is crushing and Republicans are like, oh, no about DeSantis. Like I don't his either. state is like God tier right now. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. What do you, why do you think personally, Dan, that he's failing? Because I read this morning an article that uh, he's fired half of his staff. They're mm. trying to do a, a shakeup and, a, and an image makeover and all of that stuff. Why is he not connecting with Republicans the way that we thought he was going to? I don't necessarily think that it's he's not connecting with Republicans. Um, it's like I I think a lot of people on the right st- still feel like sure there's all the cultural battles going on and shit like that, mm-hmm. but the main battle is with. Uh, just the establishment inside of Washington. And frankly, if you look at his donor base, uh, uh, DeSantis is pretty establishment in that regard. Okay. I I think that rubs people the wrong way, even though that's probably the case for everybody else in the race, except for Trump. Right. Yes. I think that's his Trump's biggest benefit is that he doesn't have the same connections to internal DC money people that other candidates do. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably what it is, but you know, this is all pretty new. Um, it used to be before, before Obama ran for office, it used to be that people almost and always voted with their wallet. I think it's like 83% of people voted based on the misery index. Correct, so yeah. inflation plus yep. unemployment. Um, <clears throat> and that's just not the case anymore. I mean, 2020 is the first election that didn't happen, right? It's vibes, yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Fox <laughs> news did a poll and you can, and this is in May. You can take this for what it's worth. Cause it's a Fox news poll, but, uh, 90% of people are worried about higher prices and inflation and the future of the economy. 88% are concerned about the future of the country. Uh, that's, at, that's one and two. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my top so, two concerns. So at so add immigration that, would be three. Add to that the unpopular Ukraine effort. That would um, be four for me. TP USA did a straw poll of about two hundred thousand people and ninety five point six said that we should be not involved in Ukraine at all, right? Um, these are these are like not I, I don't know if I would say hardcore Republicans, but they're solid Republicans that that voter base. Um, so you've got the Ukraine thing, the Afghan pullout, and then as you mentioned, the border crisis. Biden should be unelectable for a second term by all metrics that you can possibly see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have to wonder what it is, <clears throat> what wedge issue are the Dems going to try to pull out. Um, I think the fight for democracy thing kind of falls flat. I don't think people really, I don't think they buy that. I mean, try, they're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep trying to hammer Trump on stuff. Um, but they, there's going to have to be some kind of social wedge issue that they get in here. I, it'll probably be abortion because I don't think the the gay stuff and the tranny stuff is really landing with anybody outside of a very niche group of people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be they're they're going to make this entire election about abortion again. Probably, I think. Maybe we'll see. Uh, and then, Bob, uh, back to what you said about DeSantis. Um, people would have to go there as well and see it in person or have been there, I think with Florida to realize how great it is and how much it's thriving. Um, because I'm one of those people definitely where you would have had to fucking broke my arm to go to fucking Tampa or some city like that. And, uh, once I went, I was completely wrong about it and it was amazing, but, uh, you know, it's tough because unless you've been there or had to travel there for work during COVID and everything else, although the irony is, uh, all of the people that are moving there are New Yorkers. So, yeah, but they're all like, they're all fiscal conservative, socially liberal New Yorkers, right? Right, right. So it's, they're still like, and, and by the way, that it's weird how it works regionally because that person back in the day in the Southeast, we would have called like a blue dog Democrat. Right. Mm -hmm. And in New York, it's a Republican, but a socially liberal Republican. Um, It's weird how the same person can be identified as two different things in different places. But that group of people, that was either a blue dog Democrat back in the day or a socially liberal Republican are still more or less reasonable folks who are pissed off that everybody's trying to fuck with kids now. Yeah. It's the same group of people. Um, so I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the gay stuff coming into this too much. It's going to have to be some kind of, I, I think abortion is the only one that solidifies enough of the left and some of the right. When you take women into account to be a needle mover at yeah. this point. Yeah, but there's a there's a bunch of cities like your name. I used to make fun, fun of Florida all the time, and obviously we still do with stories here and there. But as a state, it's not like insane shit's not still happening, though. right? But it, but as a state, if I had to live there, I would not mind it, man. I mean, there's there's a ton of great cities there, and watch out for Jacksonville. If if the Jaguars have the team that we think they're going to build, and that city starts to get behind a football team, that'll lead uh, that'll lend itself to more money for bars and restaurants and everything else in that city. Like, I mean, have you ever been to Jack's Beach, Ponte Vedra? It's already awesome. It yeah. is. Yeah, so that you're kind of just connecting the last few towns there to it, and that whole stretch is amazing. So, yeah, we'll, we'll find out what happens this year, but I don't know what's going to happen with him because a story <laughs> later on in the show is going to be about Tim Scott here, mm. um, but uh, I don't know what's going to happen with DeSantis. It's, it's very odd. Uh, because he did turn an entire state around and yeah. and make it awesome. Well, it's like this is uh, you know how you know the phrase in in the playoffs um, for like basketball and baseball the the series doesn't start until the 
until the road team wins a game, right? Mm-hmm. That's when the series starts. Um, and we haven't even had a debate yet. No. Like the, uh, well, what has happened is, <clears throat> um, thanks to Tucker Carlson, we know who we're not going to talk about. He eliminated two candidates like Chris, in the span of two hours. And in addition to some people who've eliminated, like Chris Christie's out 100%. Nobody's going to fucking vote for that guy. No. Um, uh, Pence, done. Like done. Nobody's. He was never not done. done C- certainly yeah. certainly not, but he's like completely blown himself out. Christie's been point. cooked since he fell out of that chair at WIP. Yep. When he yeah. went on fucking sports radio and just couldn't sit in a goddamn rolling chair. He was cooked yeah. too from that photo on the beach. That's the one that sticks out to me for Christie. Or the softball game. Yeah, I, there's just so many negative. Mm-hmm. I don't have one positive image of that fucking guy. We saw, we saw him a at a football again. game. He was walking around, I think, with Lee Corso. I have a picture with him. You've never seen a, a, yeah. a more oddly shaped human It was in after life. the was like lap grimace. band surgery, too. It was yeah. after the lap band thing, and he just had a giant fupa. R.I.P. to Grimace, by the way. I heard they're killing him off. Wow. So. Um, the, the, the people that came out relatively unscathed from that were Ramaswamy and uh, DeSantis. But it's, Man, I really fucking like that guy. The internal like straw polls and stuff I've seen have Ramaswamy getting like double the votes that DeSantis is getting right now. How do you pronounce his name again? Ramaswamy. <laughs> What's his first name? I have no idea. Vivek. <laughs> Vivek. Yeah, Vivek. Um, I watched the interview with, uh, with Tucker. That guy's really fascinating. If he wanted to come on the show, we'd love to have you. It was a, a very real, great interview. He just seems like a interesting, unique person. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I enjoyed what I've seen from him, but he's not getting a lot of media play. But well, we'll uh, see he's interesting. With DeSantis, I think he's got a uh, – Bob, maybe you can look this up. But he's got a um, a CNN appearance, like a town – he's going to do one of those town halls. Ah, I think either this or next week. Uh, he's sitting when. down with Jake Tapper. Mm. I don't Ooh. know if it's a town hall. It's, a, it's an interview. So it's a one-on-one with Jake That's Tapper. going to be fun to watch. Jake Tapper hates him. When, when is it? Do you have a date on that? Uh, let me find it here. Um, the news was announced yesterday. Okay. Uh, Tuesday. So tomorrow, maybe? Mm. No shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll sit down and watch that for sure. Because um, that'll be fiery. Yeah, Tuesday, July 18th. It's uh, it'll airing at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern. Or 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern, sorry. Why? I don't know. So we'll be on... Their prime time isn't like hemorrhaging ratings <clears throat> enough. Or they're like, yeah, let's put this on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon when no one watches our network. Holy shit, dude. That's well, right. when everyone in the hospital is still awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's when the nurse turns on your TV for the first time and they're like, hi, sir, are you okay? We're bringing pudding. So stay in there. We're bringing pudding and we'll put on the CNN for you. Uh, next up... Trudeau doesn't understand Islam. Weird, because he uh, painted his face like uh, a black guy. Well, I think he was, that was Indian face. Was it? Though, I think, right? Okay. okay. He's Aladdin. That's right. He was a, what is Aladdin in real life? What are we calling that? I think he's Indian. He, you know, there's some no. theories that Aladdin takes place in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, huh. Jesus Christ. I, I like that. I believe he's Persian. Persian. Okay. Great. Which is technically Caucasian. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, yeah, it's a little more. It's a little more. They're trying to rewrite sure. Egypt right now too. We're not having any of that. Why not, dude? Why not? Let's do it all. Let's just rewrite everything. Um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau blames the American right wing for Canadian Muslims' opposition to gender ideology and LGBTQ curriculum in K through 12 education. Uh, The video was of Trudeau speaking with the Muslim community last week at a Calgary mosque. 
uh, I'm not even going to attempt the name of that mosque, uh, after hundreds of protesters <laughs> rallied against gender ideology in schools chanting, leave our kids alone. The frustration reached a, boi- a boiling point after audio surfaced of an Edmonton public school teacher berating Muslim students for skipping school in order to avoid pride events. Uh, It says it goes two ways. If you want to be respected for who you are, if you don't want to suffer prejudice for your religion, your color of skin, or whatever, then you better give it back to people who are different from you. That's how it works, said the teacher. Uh, A Muslim individual explained to to, uh, Trudeau where the community was coming from, according to the video, and he says, I ask you, Mr. Prime Minister, please protect our culture, our belief, uh, and the sin that you were doing to them. He responded, first of all, there's an awful lot of misinformation and disinformation, hate both of those phrases, by the way, out there from people on social media, uh, particularly fueled by American right wing. Uh, I was waiting for it. And, uh, and they're spreading a lot of untruths uh, about what is actually in the curriculum. Okay. So <clears throat> a couple of things. This is simultaneously some of the most condescending and ignorant shit I've ever heard mm-hmm. from a politician. It's like your so your your supposition is that Muslim communities one take their cues from American right wing Christians. That's that's the first supposition, and two known allies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then two, uh, we're very comfortable with gay shit and gender ideology before watching Fox News. So yeah. it's like the the broader Islamic community has been, you know, very progressive throughout all of history until they fucking turned on Tucker, man. Tucker warped their brain. They started watching libs of TikTok on Twitter. It's like, no, man. These are you fucking kidding me? I wonder what it feels like to be spoken to this way by a white dude that does brown face. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we don't want our kids being exposed to this bullshit. And he's like, ah, that's just American Christians filling no, their head with lot. Like, no, it sure there's, isn't. There's it's no, a lot of religion. That's a very bizarre response from him, to be honest. Uh-huh. I, I don't understand it. It's a, it's like almost challenging them to to say, like, I dare you to fucking say something. You know that, I mean? That's another guy, though, where I can't figure out how he stays in power up there. Um, I know who do we have on the show? The Canadian um, Brass and Unity. Oh yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. When you Kelsey on the show, I asked her the same question. I was like, "How does this guy continue to stay in power when it's all negative stories that we're hearing from not only our media but uh, most real Canadians mm. up there?" I just don't get it with this guy. I don't. I honestly, I don't understand um, the. I don't understand the Canadian political system enough to un, to Me know neither. what's going on up there. To be honest, well, he's a prime minister, right? Well, yeah, yeah but so that, he gets in the same way the British prime minister does, more or less. I would yeah, say. and I don't understand that one either because isn't Boris Johnson up for like another third or fourth term? Well, so the or? the the party elects their leader, mm-hmm. whomever, or I don't know that it's even always an election. Sometimes they just appoint whomever the leader of the party is. And then if the party wins the most seats in the parliament, then that person becomes prime minister by way of being a majority. Okay. Right. Um, and you can just keep going back after you lose and all yeah, that and stuff. You can over call, I mean, it's, it's bizarre. There are, there are certainly rules, but you can call an election pretty much anytime you want, but you can also delay elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with that to be honest, because Canada is not a real country, but um, 
it is fun <clears throat> that it, it's fun to see how these two relatively disparate, I mean, they're both Abrahamic religions, but different cultures for sure are kind of coming together to say, Hey, stop, you know, fucking with kids. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think there's going to be uh, like a mass migration of Muslims over to Christianity or vice versa or any of that. It's just like two groups of people. They're like, all right, stop fucking with kids, please. And then the, it's like, Oh no, that's just your buddy. He's just, he's just telling you lies. That's not real. Yeah, I the other one that I read over the weekend, which was interesting, was uh, I was pulling it up here on my computer. Was this uh, Gavin Newsom thing, where he, I guess, there was a school in California that didn't want to talk about Harvey Milk anymore, mm-hmm. and they wanted to eliminate that. And I was like, well, we can. He's a gay icon, and I think the argument from one of the parents was, yeah, but he also molested a sixteen-year-old kid um, who eventually ended up blowing his brains mm-hmm. out. So we're not going to talk about that portion of it or whatever. Because you're canceling people for way, way less out in California right sure. now. So why stand up for that? And then the parents um, you know, went to the school board meeting and all this other shit. I think you're going to see this pop up more and more uh, around the nation. And uh, it's not great. I just can't figure it out. Just let kids be kids at 18. Do whatever the fuck mm. you want. You want to get your dick chopped off and make all the decisions in the world? Go ahead at that point. But why kids? I don't know. I mean, it's, it is... Uh... It is a winning issue for the American right. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Like that, th- this, this is one of the things that they should primarily be talking about all the time. Kids, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Yes. Yes, you can still get the bundle package for 50% off there. Thank God. I got an email from Rich, and uh, I thought he was going to say, hey, dude, we're all done with this. But he goes, no, we're keeping it up, dude. Uh, People love it, and it's been great. So they're doing it, dude. It is the number one seller on their entire site. Matter of fact, I'm looking at his email right now. It says the Ghostbed Lux cooling mattress and the adjustable base is their number one seller uh, on the website. I understand. It's 50% off. I have both. It is amazing. Uh, the splits adjustable base is the very best that everybody loves, dude. P- uh, people love the splits king version of it. I don't have it. Uh, I still have the old school one, but when I get when I'm ready for new one, I'll 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 test it out. Uh, but people love it. That is also their number one bestseller on, on the website. After chatting with Rich here, and uh, let's see what else he says here. Uh, Ghostbed Classic is still on there. That's another popular one still, man. That's the OG from when we very first started. Good for them. Uh, another one that has become very popular is the RV mattresses on here, he says. The RV mattresses are great. I That that one I understand too, Rich. Look, look. Those fucking RVs, uh, my father-in-law has one. They're expensive as shit. For whatever reason, they come with the worst goddamn mattresses in there. And uh, now you can buy one for your RV, uh, and it's great. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 40% off with the promo code drinking bros on everything site wide. Uh, that ghostbed topper is included. The sheets. The sheets are amazing. I have the sheets in every single room in my house. Uh, and they're still giving you two free luxury pillows when you buy a new mattress. But load up the cart as high as it'll go. Promo code drinking bros is going to get you 40% off of everything. Plus, when you check out, there is a three year pay as you go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And uh, you can exploit it. 
So if you're looking to get multiple fucking items or just an entire brand new bedroom set for either your house or uh, if you moved some other some other rooms and all that stuff, feel free. They're forced to give you the 40% off, and then they're forced to stretch it out over three years. Take advantage of that. It's a great fucking deal, and it doesn't kill the wallet immediately. Um, I find a lot of people are doing that more and more with things, and uh, it's a smart way to space it out over time because let's face it. You're going to have a mattress for, for three years or more anyways. So, yeah, dude, space it out. It's pretty fucking easy. And then just get all the shit you want and make them chop it up into payments. Uh, it's fucking great. Uh, big fan of these guys and their service is, uh, is only getting better. I think uh, we're shooting a, a new commercial with those guys in Last Row Lopez soon, which should be fun as well. And uh, we're big fans of those guys. Uh, next up, speaking of big fans, huge fans of uh, firstform.com slash drinking bros. The micro factors. If you don't have these and you're not taking these every single morning, you should. Any adult male over the age of, what you reckon, Delco 28 probably should take vitamins every single morning. Uh, the micro factors are already dosed out for you in a little tiny plastic baggie, and uh, it's got a little drawer on it. It's open up. I keep it on my desk at Drinking Bros. I take one of these every single day, uh, and it keeps all my shit in inside working correctly. It's got the antioxidants, the CoQ10s, the multivitamins, the fruits and veggies, the probiotics, the e- EFAs, all the stuff you need that you're probably already taking uh, every day anyways, it just separates it in a bag for you. No more having to buy uh, bottles of vitamins, having them all lined up, trying to remember which one you take, which one you don't take, blah, blah, blah. Separate it, dude. It's super fucking easy. This sits on my desk every single day. I'm drinking bros, uh, and I'm not lying. I mean, dude, everybody who's who's rolled in here has been like, holy shit, you, you really take all this shit. Yes, I do. I love it. I'm a gigantic fan of these guys. Uh, they're way better than GNC. They're a massive company anyways. Let's face it. We're lucky to be with these guys. Uh, so at firstform.com slash drinking bros, when you go there, if you're going to try out the breakfast sticks, the protein bars, um, the protein sticks are amazing across the board. The breakfast ones are my favorite. The sausages. There's plenty of options. Their energy drink is the most underrated energy drink on the planet. Huge fan of those. Uh, you can buy them off the site as well. Uh, when you go to firstform.com slash drinking bros, they're going to give you free shipping on every order over $75. They usually never offer you anything because let's face it, first form is the best in the biz. Now they are because we've signed up with these guys for the year. I love, love all their fucking products. Uh, they've got dope apparel. They've got workout pr- uh, programs. They've got everything over there. But I'm telling you, these micro factors, dude, are the goddamn jam. You're going to buy this shit anyways. You are. You might as well buy it from a company that supports veterans and uh, and's got some homies over there with Derek White and these guys. Huge fan of firstform.com slash drinking bros. Head there now, and you're going to get free shipping off of every order over $75. Next up, we get hardafseltzer.com. Live in Alabama, I said at the top of the show, head on down to Star Mart on 1405 University Boulevard. Buy them out. Get it out of there. Or just save it for when we get there for the tailgate party. Uh, We'll be having a huge tailgate there for the Alabama-Texas game on 9-9. That is uh, shit. That's less than that's seven weeks away. Let's go, dude. Can't wait for that game. It's the night game. If you haven't partied in Tuscaloosa, well, you're missing out. Come and join us. Should be a fucking blast. Clayne will be there. 
uh, I think AJ Buckley's coming in as well, dude. It should be a fucking great time down there. And Hard AF Seltzer is live in Alabama. Go to hardafseltzer.com, check the store locator. Or if uh, if the university store, that Star Mart's the first one there, just go and buy it out real quick, dude. And, uh, and we'll rage with you, okay? We'll give you some free merch down there when we see you. I can promise you that. Support us and support the show. Uh, we are now live in Alabama, Tennessee, Florida. Georgia is, uh, I believe, this weekend as well. We're popping up everywhere. But that also means they come down off the board as far as shipping to your house. Uh, no need. The cheapest way to buy this seltzer is in the stores. So, uh, you know, we understand shipping through the mail is expensive. We would love to get out of that business and, uh, and be open in all 50 states. That way you can just walk in your favorite store and do it. Um, that has always been the plan for us. We appreciate the support online. It helps. It really fucking helps for the companies. We don't have that many investors in our company. It's only, you know, like three of us, dude, who, uh, who are in it. So all of those orders help. Please keep doing that. If you're in the ballparks in Florida this summer, go to the Miami Marlins games. Go to the Tampa Bay Rays game. If you are a fan of soccer, go to the Tampa Bay Rowdies game. Uh, all of them have great records. Shit, Rays are best record in the AL. Uh, Miami, Bob, is what, second place behind the Braves in the NL East. Uh, and the Rowdies are undefeated in their last 11 games. Hard AF Seltzer is served in all of those stadiums. Uh, tickets are also very cheap. So you want to head on over to drinkerbrostickets.com, get some cheap tickets, take the family out, drink some hard AFs. It would be rad. Or if uh, if you're anywhere in those states, just remember we're in every single Total Wines out there. That's the easiest. You can pop on in and get them. Uh, if they're sold out, they're usually restocked within 48 hours. Those guys do a great job of it. Support us and support the show. Not only that, just support a great brand. It's 8% for Christ's sakes. No carbs, no sugars, no gluten. If you give a fuck about that, and you can just get rocked. And we'll be getting rocked with you at college stadiums this fall across the nation and probably at a house party in Orlando for Labor Day. Go to hardafseltzer.com. Grab yourself a 12-pack today. Like, we're going to do X, Y, and Z to prevent your kids from being exposed to this bullshit. I think that's a winning issue for Republicans. And I think it's one that, um, I don't think it's a winning issue for, for salt, just the Republican base either. I think people in the middle of the road and a lot of people who are liberal would agree with that sentiment as well. Yeah, and there's a story we'll, we'll get to later about uh, where your money's going for mm-hmm. all this stuff as well. I'm not sure if you saw the breaking news right before we got on air about Tucker Carlson where uh, he's now said fuck it, and it, he has taken on a massive sponsor uh, that is paying him a lot of money. I didn't for see those that. Twitter videos. It's called Town Square. Okay. I guess it's an app that'll tell you like the anti woke <laughs> companies or something like that. I don't know much about it. So I'll look into it. I, I literally just read the story before we went on air, uh, and I don't have the app, so uh, I'll take a peek. He's at it after this, but uh, I think more and more you're starting to see people um, change. Um, as far as whether or not they're going to put up with this and where their money's going and then standing up to this shit. And yes, I, I think it's a, a great issue to run on uh, for the upcoming election, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I agree with that. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> next up, Trump and uh, Scott, 2024. Uh, former President Donald Trump praised uh, Senator Tim Scott, the repube out of South Carolina, and said the 2024 candidate may be a good fit in Trump's own administration if he wins the White House. Uh, Trump made the comment during an appearance on Fox News. 
with host Maria Beretaramo? Sure. Close enough. I don't know her. Uh, Trump complimented some in the Republican primary field during the interview, saying he believed that many of his fellow candidates were talented people and hinted that he was already having thoughts about a potential running mate. That makes sense here. We're, uh, shit, 14 months away now mm. at this point. Uh, so, yeah, mm. I understand that. Uh, is there anyone on that stage you see as a potential running mate as your VP? Do you see someone uh, yourself, perhaps, uh, with uh, Senator Tim Scott, she asked. And he says, I, I think he's a very good guy. Uh, we did opportunity zones together. I don't know what that it's is. It's like campaigning for the same office but in the same area because you share the same general values, I guess, right? Okay. Opportunity zone. Uh, said, it's never been talked about. It's one of the most successful economic development things ever done in this country, and Tim is very good. I mean, I could see Tim doing something with the administration, um, but right now he's in campaigning. But Tim is a very, very talented guy, uh, and you have a lot of other very talented people. Uh, when asked about uh, being VP last week, Scott replied, I did not enter this race to become second place. Second place is the first loser. Uh, does mybookie.com have odds on this, by the way? Yeah, I know they have odds on the presidents. I'm not sure if they do on the VP right now. Uh, but he would definitely be one. And we mentioned this uh, before this even started, what? Shit, a year ago mm-hmm. at this point, I think, uh, whether or not he'd be a good VP. Um, look, I'm not a fan of his stance on Ukraine. Tucker destroyed him for that. I think he was on, on that Friday show. And uh, something's got to change there because I'm, I'm sure Trump is going to run on that. Right? Uh, I would imagine. If he's smart, he will, yeah. But Well, he's the only candidate thus far who says he does not want to do have anything to do with war with uh, Russia or Ukraine at this point. Right. So you're going to have to get Scott to either backtrack on those comments or walk away from that. Um, I think this his comment, what he said about joining the cabinet, though, uh, is, is pretty right on. I think Tim Scott's a, a smart guy. He's also got South Carolina. And South Carolina is a big state down there. Yeah. So, yeah, it, w- it would make sense to, to put him in the cabinet. I don't know if it would make sense for Tim Scott to leave his position as senator one out of a hundred senators to be a cabinet member for four years. Right. It would have to be a big boy job. And what is that job? I guess. Yeah. For somebody like him, uh, probably, I I don't know that he's got the foreign policy chops to be secretary of state or something like that. I mean, no, that's a difficult job and you really have to have been well-traveled. So I don't see that happening either. I mean, Hillary Clinton did it when she was a fucking one and a half term uh, senator. She did, but when she was with Bill for eight years, I mean, they went all over the goddamn world, and uh, she certainly had all the financial contacts for yeah. all these nations. Aside from the Ukraine thing, Tim Scott's the, the VP that makes the most sense, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> but what's most interesting about this report to me is how this is the first time I've heard, and during this process since he announced, the first time I've heard Trump speak, speak positively about anybody he's running against. Usually he kind of takes jabs at people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like, if you if you listen to the full interview here, I don't know that he mentions anybody else by name, but he did say that there's, like, a lot of great people running and blah, 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 you know, the kind of stupid shit that he says. Um, just like, oh, it's the best, wonderful people. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. That, that whole thing. But he, it was the first, like, overtly positive mention of other people on the campaign that I've seen. Well, look, uh, me for me personally, 
uh, on the Republican side. I like DeSantis. I like Tim Scott's. This Vivek guy, I, I want to learn more about him. The interviews that I have seen with him, uh, that guy's pretty fucking sharp. I don't know what his background is. Bob, is he a, a senator or, or been in any form of politics before? No, he's no, just he's a, he, This is like, um, gosh, I don't know, like the Starbucks guy on the Democratic side, or maybe Andrew Yang might be a good comp if you want, like, in terms of different parties, but in terms yeah, of. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did he own something? Is he a businessman? He. Uh, yes. He's yeah. an entrepreneur and he's. Uh, uh, a Harvard and Yale uh, a lawyer. He had a pharmaceutical company he, and a hedge fund. He's done. He's done yeah, a lot of stuff. Strive Asset Management. <clears throat> okay, he's the co-founder of that. So here's the difference between uh, Vivek and a guy like, let's say, Yang, who you just mentioned. Yang, there was just no personality there whatsoever, and uh, it was rough when he would make speeches and everything else. This Vivek guy is really fucking engaging and really smart. Uh, and self-depreciating and everything else. Um, I, and I've the, the two interviews I've seen, I've really enjoyed with this guy. Um, whereas, uh, and Tim Scott as well. Tim Scott's great. If you put any of those guys in, uh, I like DeSantis on that side. The ones who rub me the wrong way are uh, Nikki Haley, mm. Chris Christie. Um, I think is a fucking fraud. And uh, shit, Pence. I hate Mike Pence. Yeah, I hate Mike. Pence. I, I mean, I. For me, Tim Scott is a non-starter. I won't vote for him. I won't vote for anybody. Because of his stance on Ukraine? Yeah. I, yeah. Won't, I won't vote for anybody who's, who wants to continue what's going on in Ukraine. And I think that might be the biggest sticking point that I mm -hmm. talked about earlier, <clears throat> where you're either going to have to backtrack on that, Holmes, or you're out, in my um, opinion, because I don't think you should have a VP that believes in that bullshit either. No, certainly not. So, and, I, and honestly, I don't think you put somebody like that in the cabinet either. Like, what, what position in the cabinet? Maybe HUD secretary or something? But that's yeah. like... Or, or, but that's or, not. A, but to your point earlier, that's not enough to lose a Senate seat. No, I, I don't think so. So I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Um, we'll see. I mean, we haven't even had the first debate yet. So it, this is like the, we're, we're watching batting practice right now and trying to figure out who's going to win the game. You know, we are. But there's always people that I find interesting, at least to to start off with, where I'm like, all right, that person I would like to hear more about, like uh, uh, RFK Jr. on the Democratic side. The Marion Williamson chick is. Not that's not a real person, a serious person in this world. Uh, RFK, the comments he made over the weekend. I don't know if it's in the news story, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know where you you land on those. But uh, that was some pretty wild ass shit. So well, he so he. Th this is a problem for people that dabble in conspiratorial shit. Um, they often and it's it's the same thing that Deepak Chopra does all the time. He talks about. Um, uh, theoretical physics and then tries to act like and basically what that means is here's all this woo woo fucking nonsense and mm -hmm. people associate the two so <clears throat> rfk jr is talking about one thing that's a fact which is that it seemed like the prevalence of infection and serious infection for covid was less in ashkenazi jews and chinese people and mm -hmm. one other group of people i can't remember who it was. yes yeah but in the same conversation he's talking about how stuff how how diseases can be bioengineered to target certain people. So the presumption that people made was like, are you saying that the Chinese and the Ashkenazi Jews somehow made a, a, a virus that didn't infect them and released it onto the world? Like mm -hmm. that's a, it's a, it, it's a, it must be exhausting to be a fan of his. Yeah. To have to constantly yeah. be explaining away the stupid shit he says. It mm -hmm. must feel like, uh, I don't know, sometimes being a Trump fan probably to be honest. Yeah. Um, 
It is because uh, there's a lot of great policies, and you're like, all right, if you would shut the fuck up about this other thing, like, and this is what I said about whether it was targeting certain groups. I didn't say race back in the mm-hmm. day, but what I said was I find it very odd that it's targeting people that can't work or are dependent on the government um, or who are just weaker in general, right? It was fat people, mm-hmm. uh, people with pre existing conditions, and old people. Yeah, but that's kind of how any kind of illness works it hurts weak people yeah. more yeah. any anytime there's a fucking um <clears throat> any anytime anything happens health wise there's always stories on msnbc and and the washington post and cnn about how how much it's disproportionately affecting the black community it's like yeah well there's more poor black people so poor people who have shittier food and less access to quality health care yeah they're going to be affected more by a virus 100 mm-hmm. yeah. the, the only real interesting thing is that it, for whatever reason like it didn't affect kids very much yeah, this one was pretty unique. Well, yeah. kids, I mean, look, it is important to keep the population going. And, you know, I'm not trying to be conspiratorial. It's just no, like, no, no, me, me neither. Because me, my me kid either. has had a different respiratory virus that fucked him up. Right. So it was, it, neither of them were born for COVID. So who knows? Maybe we would have, if they had gotten COVID. But it is interesting, just very random that that of all things, unlike the flu in 1917 or whatever, that nuked Spanish, out everything. Spanish right. flu, yeah. 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 It, was, it was not uh, like the regular flu was pretty is not that big a deal for children either. And neither is uh, a lot of, a lot of the diseases we immunize for are not necessarily serious for kids, but when you become older, it becomes serious, right? Like if you don't, if you don't get when you're young, like if you get, you get shingles sometimes because it's a chicken pox virus, right? Right. But if you don't get chicken pox as a child and you get that virus as an adult, like chicken pox, the original OG virus, mm-hmm. and you're not inoculated as a child, it can fuck you up. Yeah. So. And, and what I learned uh, throughout my process when I was there, you know, First of all, it was pneumonia, and then I get COVID afterwards on top of it in the hospital for the second time, and uh, that exacerbated the fucking pneumonia and all that other shit was uh, looking back at my life once I sat down with the doctors afterwards. Like, I have, I clearly have some, you know, autoimmune deficiency uh, just based on the amount of times I've been in the hospital for um, uh, shingles, and mm. t- I've had shingles twice now. I've had. Um, pneumonia, fuck man, I've been hospitalized for that four or five times now. So why I didn't think of it, I, I don't really know. But I also never thought of, of pneumonia as that <laughs> big of a deal, just kind of overworked in all the instances that it happened. Uh, but that's what we were trying to, you know, able to figure out. But to, to Bob's point about kids, you do need to keep the population going. So it would make sense if you were creating something in a lab to be like, all right, we can't kill off the kids because mm. we need the population to keep <laughs> going. If we lose the old people, who really gives a shit? And that takes down on Social Security and everything else. If you lose the poor communities, that also nukes out uh, all the payments you're making as far as uh, welfare and everything else. So, yeah, it would make sense to me. Yeah, and I just want to circle back to something you said before about um, politicians who say dumb shit but have good policies. RFK Jr. does not have any good policies. He is a statist. The state owns your kids. Right. He made on this one issue, he makes some good points. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Right. Everything else he says and does is fucking bullshit. Um, and by the way, to the people who have said that Cheryl Hines is out of the picture and all that shit, that is not true. She did all of these events with him mm-hmm. and sat side by side. And uh, Hollywood seemed to be shocked over the weekend. And I was like, They're, they've been married for 14 years. Yeah. You're, you're not just magically married for 14 years. And now you're figuring out who your husband is at this point. Like, yeah. You knew all the way uh, around there, and uh, and she'll be sucked into it. Not that it really matters because they're on strike anyway. So 
It is what it is. Uh, next up, this is a wild story. Uh, missing Alabama woman. No, she didn't drink hard AF seltzer. We don't think. We don't think. We have no proof one way or the other. One way or the other. Uh, a woman in Alabama who vanished after she called 911 to report a toddler walking on an interstate last week showed up at her home Saturday nights. Police in Hoover, Alabama said. Carly Russell, 25, was found about 10.45 p.m. Saturday when someone called 911 to report her return home after nearly two days of headlines about her whereabouts, they said. Russell was uh, checked on by city fire medics who took her to the hospital for a more comprehensive evaluation. Hoover Police Captain uh, Keith, uh, you fucker, Sisleskba, how are we doing that, Just dude? Cha- Skleba. Chiskleba is how you say that. Chiskleba. Yeah. Said in a statement. Why don't we just go with Captain C on that one? CZ uh, is a pretty yeah. common name. Let's go with <clears throat> CZ. Said in a statement Saturday nights. Russell also provided a statement to the police. The details of that statement are part of an ongoing investigation, which is expected to continue over the next few days, the police department said in a press, re- press release yesterday. Uh, they also provided no further information about her condition or where she's been since Thursday night. So now, here, here's how this happened. Uh, this is this is what I've read anyway. So yeah. <clears throat> she's driving down the freeway somewhere Thursday night, um, shortly after, like, uh, I, I think it was, I don't think it was nighttime yet. I think it was sometime in the, in the late afternoon, early evening. Saw, like, a toddler standing on the side of the road. Pulled over, is like, what the fuck, trying to, I guess trying to interdict that situation. She's on the phone, I think, with her sister. And her she's, like, explaining to her sister, hey, there's a kid in the fucking road. I'm trying to find out where they belong. And then all of a sudden, some dude comes up and grabs her, and the phone call cuts out. And then nobody has seen her since Thursday until Saturday night. She just shows back up at 10.45 p.m. on foot to her home. Okay. Which I'm not sure how far away it was from where this all happened on the interstate or something like that. But <clears throat> this is a pretty weird story. Yeah. Pop, do we have a picture of her? Pop, pop this up here. Okay. Uh, it kind of feels like, do you remember when uh, Walter White went out to uh, the desert to make meth and said he was in a fugue state? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it, like, it, it, I feel like something weird's going on here. Yeah. I mean, look, she's attractive. Um but why drop her off then two days later? How did she get out of there or whatever? Uh, the, the positive thing I will say, just you know, hanging out with Jesse and her doing all these crime corners, if they're close on cases like this, they mm. don't release any fucking details whatsoever, yeah. which is smart. But this is very, very bizarre. Did they find the toddler? Uh, I don't know. They, they haven't released much information about this. The, the answer to that is I don't know. But a single – here's the from uh, Lieutenant Daniel Lowe. Uh, a single witness has reported – possibly seeing a gray vehicle with a light-complected male standing outside of Carly's vehicle, but we have no further information on that individual or the vehicle at this time. Okay. And police are asking for tips, but I don't understand. Like, So th- they released this story to try to gather information from the public, but she was there the whole time. So I, I, what the fuck was her story? Not really sure. Because nobody reports seeing her get like a bag thrown over her head or whatever the fuck. And she was gone for two and a half, three days, three days, I guess, and then just walked back home. Very, very odd. There's no story. It kind of feels hoaxy to me, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm getting a weird vibe from this whole situation. 
What's her social media following? What is she? What's her? What's her post like, Bob? Is this, this a normal? Is, no, this like is a, it seems like a normal person, yeah, not this, like a you know an Instagram thought or something like that. Yeah, I mean this. These are social media posts from her. This is on the Hoover Police Department Twitter, but these are all from her socials. So. Yeah, I mean it looks like a normal person, right. not uh, you know like a swimsuit model who's out there trying to, to get likes and subscribers. So uh, that's odd, man. Strange. Um, I, I wonder if they, do they have cameras on highways and shit? How does that work? I doubt it. And Hoover? <clears throat> Hoover's a relatively decent-sized city there now. A dash cam is all I could really think of. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to think of, yeah, too, but a I don't dash think, cam. I mean, maybe somebody, yeah, some civilian had one, but the cops weren't anywhere around when this happened. She would, she called 911 to report the kid being there, and then... Gone. Then she's gone for three days and then back. Maybe it's aliens. Could be. I now, hope, I, look, I will never rule that out. Yeah, I think it's there, it, there's definitely something weird going on here, though. Just like what you what you said about the police usually, uh, if they have a if they have somebody in mind, suspect wise, or if they have a good idea of who it might be, uh, uh, demographic wise, they won't release that information because they don't want to spook the guy and put him into hiding or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. They want to go. They want to complete their investigation and go find the dude. Um, when they put out something like this, this is a fishing expedition. Yeah. They're hoping that somebody fucking saw something and, and calls it and tells them. So I don't understand how this woman can be kidnapped for three days and have no information. Or she told the police and they're looking for the people now. Hopefully they, they that's wouldn't, the case. They wouldn't release this information. Oh, really? Okay. No, no I, I wouldn't. Mm. That doesn't make any sense to do that because now the guy's on alert. He thought he got away with some shit and now he's on alert. It's a great vehicle. Maybe it's my car. Maybe it's the guy that stole my car. Could be. <laughs> Shit, they haven't found that, by the way. Haven't they never will. That thing's no. chopped to pieces. Yeah, that thing is uh, probably gone here. So uh, we'll find out. Uh, next up, Boston Mayor. Uh, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, a Democrat, is facing criticism for Nixonian tactics after her administration admitted to creating a list of her most vocal critics and providing it to local authorities. Uh, The list was made in response to a request from the Boston Police Department after the mayor had been harassed and physically intimidated by individuals for several months outside of her home at city functions, uh, such as the annual Neighborhood Parks Coffee Hours and at other public events. Why name that one specifically? Uh, Wu spokesman said to the Boston Herald. Now, the acknowledgement by the administration uh, that it compiled the document came after the list was uncovered in an email obtained through public records requests by Wu's opponents. The tactics used by the administration raised concern over whether Wu and her administration are attempting to silence or intimidate her critics, uh, many of whom have protested outside of her home. Uh, the request from police came after many of the individuals on the list repeatedly impeded the Dorchester Day Parade to harass Mayor Wu and her family and staff, yelling through megaphones at her and her children for nearly 90 minutes as they marched in the parade, despite being asked by parade organizers to leave the parade route. The Boston Herald reported that Wu's actions drew comparisons from some critics to the late President uh, Richard Nixon, Uh, which is also a great cup of coffee if you haven't had a chance to put mayonnaise in there, Mm. who was famous for compiling lists of political opponents. Um, What was this over? I'm not sure what they're protesting about. I mean, this woman's a socialist, I believe. 
So maybe it's that. Is there a picture of her, Bob? I, I, let's see this uh, woman here. I'm surprised. Is is Boston blue as well? Uh, it's St- a, the state is. It's Democrat, a right? major city. Yeah, there's no the way state Boston's on. Actually, elects Republican governors fairly uh, regularly. Yeah, just out of curiosity, which side is this? Is she a Democrat? She's a Democrat. She's a Democrat. But okay. Massachusetts, surprising amount of Republican victories in the governor seat. That's an odd fit for mayor there. Um, in Boston. So that's strange. What's, uh, what has she said that's controversial? I don't know too much about her. Um, I'm looking here. Um, so a lot of it started with her lockdown policies during COVID. Okay. So that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, and that'll get you. I mean, that killed a ton of businesses mm-hmm. up in Boston. But uh, what are your thoughts on this here? <clears throat> um. I, I think it's distasteful to go to someone's home and I agree and approach them while they're in public with their family eating and stuff like that. I, there, there's better ways to you're not you're not winning anything by doing that. All you're doing is being a dick and making yourself feel good for a couple of hours. But this was a tactic em, em, employed by uh, what's her nuts, the Democrat out of California, Maxine Waters. Yeah, she was screaming that for years. Show up and get in their face. Yeah, go to let them have dinner and all that other stuff. Remember in Washington D.C., they chased out uh, a bunch of people out of that nice restaurant in D.C. up there. Yeah, it's happened a bunch of times. Um, <clears throat> but you know, two Wongs don't make a right. Nailed it. Uh, Nailed it. Anybody? No. Michelle Wu. Um, yeah, it's it's this this is silly, but giving <laughs> giving the police a list of people who uh, and, and th- this isn't just about. So there are some people whom it made sense probably to do this for people that are making threats or showing up places and and, uh, uh, you know, being violent or something like that, I guess. But if you drill down farther into this. Um, it is. It includes people who are just talking shit on the internet too, right? Mm-hmm. So, like any good politician, she's using this uh, rare minority of a person who might actually be a risk to fucking bundle all of her criticizers into one group and then hand them over to the police. I think you know how I feel about that. Yeah, not amped about it. Um, also, not amped about going up to people's houses. There, I have a feeling I know where this the general part of uh, town she probably lives in here. It sucks for the neighbors, too, and all that shit where you're just like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, one way or another, you know, I've also said this, too. If you're a politician and an elected politician, you make the wrong moves. People are going to be pissed off about it and they're going to be angry about it. Um, go see J6 for that one. But uh, I'm not a big fan of getting in people's faces out in public, uh, especially with their families or children yeah. or anywhere else. Just vote her out of office if you're unhappy about it. You know, it's got to be coming up here next year, one would imagine. So just get her the fuck out of there at that point. But uh, it's happening more and more. Uh, eventually, somebody's going to get clipped and all this shit. I'm surprised no one's been injured yet. Same here. To be honest, because there's a lot of crazy people out there. Same here. The closest we got was, uh, was it the, Sc- the Scalise thing when they were doing, was it softball or be- that baseball game up in yeah, D.C.? It, and it happened again this year. At one of the practices, not at the field, but somebody, one Republican staffer got attacked on the way home. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, people are unhappy. And if you're a public 
figure like figure, this. Yep. When people are unhappy, it's not the safest thing to do. I and guess. the most dangerous part about <clears throat> it is if you are one of those people who uh, allowed some of these practices to happen and you lost your business over it, mm-hmm. people are out of straws at that point anyways. Yeah. So they're like, fuck it. It's either you or me here at this point. And if I'm going to go out, I'm, I'm taking you with me. I'm, I'm very surprised it has not happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up. Bud Lights back in the news. Feels like they can't get out of the news, although they might be soon. Uh, Bud Light sales suffered a major decline over Fourth of July holiday weekend as the boycott against the brand continues. Uh, for those of you guys in the industry, that is the biggest uh, weekend for all of alcohol sales. Uh, Bud Light sales plunged another 23.6% uh, in one week period during July 8th compared to the 2022 levels according to Nielsen IQ dollar sales data provided by the Daily Caller uh, by Bump Williams Consulting. In the four-week period ending July 8th, Bud Light sales dropped by 27.1% as the consumer boycott against Bud Light continues. Now, I read an article, Bob, about uh, from your, your old uh, employers, by the way, uh, TFM. Now, they posted an article that Costco was actually removing Bud Light from its shelves. That's right. Uh, and it's I read got, that over the weekend. It, it, it has been given the star of death. That's what Costco calls it. So if you see a product in Costco and it has an asterisk on the price sheet, that means that they're not going to restock it once it's gone. Right. And Bud Light is like the Costco is a, is a pretty big um, retailer. I don't know if you've heard of them or not. From here to here, from right. time to time, yeah, pretty sure. pretty big one. Now, the interesting thing about all this is, so <clears throat> Budweiser also dropped six point six percent, so not that bad. Uh, that's year over year, and then ten point seven percent over the course of a month. Um, but uh, Coors Light is up thirty percent. Mm-hmm. Miller Light is up twenty five point three percent. And Modelo is up 20.7%. Isn't Modelo owned by them? Well, they are. But yes. uh, so somebody, a, a listener, uh, <laughs> sent me an article about that, about the ownership of it. So Belgium, I guess, owns Anheuser-Busch, right? InBev, yes. Yes. It's, um, the company's merged. So essentially, InBev uh, had a hostile takeover of Anheuser-Busch in like 2008. The company became AB InBev. InBev, InBev has been sucking up brands for decades and decades yep. and decades. Yep. And uh, and I believe in the United States, it is owned by Constellation and not InBev. But overseas, it's owned by, by Anheuser-Busch for Modelo and everything else. Um, with this, uh, you know, speaking of this not getting out of the news, the, the the other story this week was that she had fled the country. I don't know if you heard that. He. Or he, whatever. Uh, he fucking left the country no, to he, go. He went on vacation and made a tweet and posted a tweet about how I've got to leave because I'm being threatened. Correct. Not one person fucking threatened you. Yeah. Not one. <laughs> no one fucking cares about you, you fucking liar. Jesus Christ. Uh, but the biggest part of this, uh, numbers-wise, in my opinion here, uh, and I've said this in the past, so Budweiser, I like. I like Budweiser. Um, growing up, uh, you know, if somebody had a Bud Heavy, great. I never, I've never liked Bud Light. I think a lot of people didn't either, and it was just the perfect storm of things. I think they end up nuking this. Yeah, you got to wonder what's going to happen. I mean, um, so AB is trying to win customers back now with a summer marketing campaign. They've hired Travis Kelsey. Yeah. They've hired uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Um, They're doing a bunch of concert ton. promotions yep. and giveaways, and they have this new Bud Knight mascot. Mm-hmm. 
It's like that's not new. Uh, well, they're the, they're it's he's back. Yeah, that's from the uh, Dilly Dilly campaigns. Yeah. Okay. Um, the company's U.S. CEO Brendan Whitworth refused to say in a late June interview whether it was a mistake for Bud Light to partner with Mulvaney, but I think we all know that it is. Um, and then again, there a lot, pretty much all the other brands other than Bud Light and Budweiser under ABM Bev are still are actually up right now, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, I think yeah. they're probably cannibalizing some of their own business, but it does seem like it might be because this has been going on for like a while now. Uh, it's, they've lost close to thirty billion dollars with a B, by the way. And I mean, what, at what point do you just scrap? the Bud Light brand and come up with something. I new. think that you're getting close. I, I think they're very, very close with this. Like, is um, it, is it worth the, is it, is it worth the effort to try to repair this? And is it, one, is it even possible to repair it? I don't know. And two, is it worth the money at this point? I don't think it is. And here's the biggest thing from distributors on our side. So initially uh, they were paying distributors and sales reps and all that stuff, bonuses to sell Bud Light to the stores. So that went on for the first few months. Uh, and then, like I said, 4th of July is your biggest moneymaker of the entire year as far as booze goes. That in the holidays, Thanksgiving mm. and Christmas. It, that is one, two, three for all of this. Well, the sales reps were selling this to take the money that they were offering to, to sell it. Because once you sell it, let's say your case is fucking uh, $22 per store. Once it's out of Bud Light's hands and it goes to the store, then it's on the owner. Well, mm. now the owner can't sell these so they're losing money on all of this i think what has happened now is all these c stores convenience stores have uh have just said we've had enough we can't afford to buy your product Mm. anymore and that's what we're we're seeing with costco and all the other stores will will fall after that um to me if you're anheuser-busch and you have 110 you know different brands underneath your umbrella just build something else learn from this uh and move on here Mm. because you're hemorrhaging money off of it. And like you said, Budweiser's still there. I, people like Budweiser. It's a, yeah. it's a good tasting beer. I mean, the smartest thing for them to do would be to shelve Bud Light and then buy a popular light beer mm-hmm. from somewhere else and fold it into the company. That would be the smart move. There's but. not really any available of the macros because Coors and Miller are the same company. Yeah. They're Coors Miller now. Ah, are Coors they really? and Miller, I've got it in here somewhere, but Coors and Miller. Or Miller Coors is the name of the company. Okay. Um, let's see. Where is it? Um, so as far as light beers are concerned, my go-tos <laughs> were always Miller Light onesie uh, and then Coors Light twosie I, for me. Well, Coors and Miller. Are Bud up, Light was never on that list. Coors and me. Miller are up 30 and 25% respectively. That's yeah. fun. That's, I, see, that's so weird to me because like, in terms of the macro lights, Bud Light was always my number one. I'm from St. Louis. Um I, I like Coors. Coors is fine. I could in, like I went Bud Light because it was regional. Like it was from my hometown. But like I, Coors is good. Miller tastes like shit. I cannot drink Miller Light. I like Miller and I like uh, Natural Light. So Natty Light was always there for us. Well, Natty but Light it was, was number one in college for sure. Yeah, and it was the cheapest. And you know, also AB. Yeah. Uh, so that was a that was another good one where it was like, all right, great. So they own that as well too. Bob, is that what you're saying? Miller does. No, oh, no, no, Natty Light's AB. Okay, so if you're just start oh, you're pushing about, yeah, natural yeah. light, I mean, it, you know, it's not, the taste isn't that much different there. And uh, yeah, I, I, again, I think this was just the perfect storm, and this is going to be a Netflix documentary in three years where you look back at this, and uh, it was just the perfect storm of things happening at the exact same time. Their biggest issue, too, is is he isn't shutting the fuck up in all these TikToks and, and videos and everything else, and it's making it worse. And then they keep making the Whitworth or Whitmore uh, comments on 
Mulvaney's fucking shit and everything else. It's just an undying story that they can't shake right now. I think a lot of it is just that, like, I mean, what we were hammering Chick Fil A for DEI stuff a little while ago. I think they're doing fine, but but Chick- it, it goes back to my point. Chick Fil A is great. Chick Fil A is yes, less disposable, right? right. And because I loved a million it. other beers that are better. Yeah, like micro brews, <laughs> anything like that. Like Miller Lite doesn't make sense to me. Coors Light's a lateral move, but there's a million other smaller brands you can go to that are really fucking good and stuff like that. Sure, but Chick Fil A, yeah, there is nothing really to replace Chick Fil A with. Which is why, like, you take Nike and the Kaepernick thing. Um, back in the day, it was like, all right, I don't think people are going to boycott Nike for nah, very Nike's, long. Nike's, in, in business, it's called a category of one, mm-hmm. right? So it's like Coke. Like, Pepsi exists, but people drink Coke, right? I mean, yeah. I think Coke in, in for uh, brown soda has, like, 80% market share or something like that. I don't know what the exact number is to, to be considered a category of one, but Nike definitely is. Like, there's not... They, it, if, well, I love Adidas. So I'm, be, a, I'm a big Adidas guy. I know, guy. but if being in bed with China and using literal slave labor didn't shake them up, you think fucking Colin Kaepernick's going to get it done? No. Like it's, people don't give a fuck. No. And, and so you see these boycotts that happened in the past. Usually it happened for a little bit, and then people were over it with Nike and everything else. This is the one that is really, really stuck, and uh, I don't know a way out of it. It's because it's a fucking at- mid product. And well, yeah, I mean, it, is, is- it isn't just about it being mid, though. It is. There is cer- certainly something about the. It, there's so many options. So many options, and every state is different with the options too. It's like yeah. you can't to to keep a stranglehold on a on a a, a market like that. Like you really got to fucking play it right. Twenty they, years they ago, not. this would have been way way different. Before the micro brew boom, yeah. Before everyone oh, started going into imports, yep. it's just like the American beer taste has changed. So part of me thinks is is this like a long con from Budweiser? They're just trying to kill these brands while you buy up all their other brands and just slowly migrate you and, over. And it, look, it, it's a smart play. I mean, uh, you take Bud Light Seltzer because they're going through the same thing too where it seems like they're they're being phased out as well, but that neutral is theirs. And it's like, dude, everywhere we go for these events, we've seen those neutral signs pop up and you're like, how does a new brand have this much fucking money? Well, it's them. So yes, Giorgio, I, I think uh, it, it could be in a way where you're like, all right, Let's see what the next big thing is and get it going. Now, are you going to try to save it? Yes. I mean, it was number one for I don't know how many years. Um, and I mean, shit, just looking back at the Super Bowl spends over the years. Remember, it was always. It was the go-to light beer. I know we yeah. like to trash it now yep. and like think back on the taste not being that good. But it was the gold standard of party beers. You show up with the Natty Pack. That means you pay $20 for that 30 case. You show up with Bud Light. You, know, yeah. you had a little bit in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I usually showed up with LSD. <laughs> And put it in people's Bud Light. Yeah, that was very specific. Uh, Bud Light was also a big tailgate beer because they had the colors of the school you went to. So, like an Alabama Bud Light, or like a, we called them Bud Knights for UCF because they were black and gold. Mm hmm. So uh, good name will go a long little, way. Little gimmicks. Yeah, they will. But uh, as far as them losing this brand and starting over with another, I, I don't. I, that's probably what will happen, in my opinion. Uh, and then there's uh, plenty to choose from. They certainly have the roster for it. Has anything um, happened to Bud Platinum? Bud, Has that been affected at all? The, the seltzer or the other one? No, no. Beer. They're like beer that was 8% or whatever. That was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was it's pretty, just not. It was pretty it's, good. Eh, it's, well, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Now, Bud Five Heavy, I'll stand up for. I, I'll, I'll still drink a Bud Heavy. Um, and don't forget Bush, baby. Bush, yeah. I, you know what? I don't see Bush out, though, in the wild that much. It's more no, most, mostly people are clean shaven these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most everybody's a, uh, nailed it. What about a high life? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll fuck with a highlight. No, 
Um, but it's too, the ABV on that is so low that it's... It's also like... It's going to take a long time. Don't try to church it up with that bullshit. It's beer. It's beer. fucking... It's, it's yeah. soda bread. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's bread soda. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's fucking gross. <laughs> all right? Don't try to church it up. It's like you got a fucking uh, old Camaro... You know what I mean? And you put uh, uh, suicide doors on. Look at how fancy it is. Now it's just a fucking old Camaro. It's a 92 Camaro, dude. Nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I will say, too, in the wake of this that has happened on a positive front, if you want to look at it, for uh, for smaller places, is um, our new HEB just opened up right by the office here, which is also near my house. Um, they are really putting a lot of money into local beers there. Mm-hmm. So if you go down the aisles, um, like our buddy, for instance, uh, from Twisted X, who created the McConaughey's there is fucking they're stacked to the ceiling of 12 packs six packs everything else and they're doing a lot of Texas beers in the HEBs which is our main grocery store here uh, and I like to see that as well where at least you're supporting something from your state's Lone Star shit like that mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I, I don't mind that either so there has been positive effects for other companies at least don't cry for Anheuser-Busch this they have enough a, money and this has been a trend for over a decade yeah of them losing market share just to microbrew. I mean, them and Coors and Miller Lite. So, again, it's just like... Correct. They were already getting gasoline dumped on them, and then... And then, boom. Yeah, again, perfect storm, and uh, and they'll be out. But I'm, I'm sure they'll replace it, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here. Uh, maybe not make that mistake again. Uh, last but not least here, we got the worst drivers in America... No matter where people live, everyone uh, seems to think the drivers in their city are the worst. That is true. Yeah. Wherever we live, I'm like, God, the fucking worst here. Or they think traffic is the worst. And if you haven't driven in uh, Manhattan or L.A., I don't want to fucking hear it. Atlanta. There's, there's no. I, Atlanta's on it, there. It, Atlanta is like, God. yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, it's bad. pretty bad. Because they, they keep building. Spaghetti Junction is the they, worst. They keep building like there's 285 and 485. And they're also like, what happened? You built these extra roads to alleviate traffic, and then the roads that you built are even more fucked up than the original it's roads. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just fuck, and they can't figure it the fuck out here. Uh, but there's a study by Consumer Affairs uh, reviewed crash data from the U.S. Department of Transportation and Information, which included uh, the National Highway Transportation, Transportation Safety Administration's Fatality Analysis Reporting System. Uh, the site then ranked these cities based on four factors. Crash fatalities uh, per 100,000 people and the number of uh, fatalities uh, per 100,000 people due to bad driving. Uh, Positive blood alcohol content was also on there and speeding. Bad driving included uh, driving the wrong way in one-way traffic, which is always hilarious. Uh, Failing to yield uh, aggressive and careless driving and making improper turns. Uh, So top in the list here. Uh, as far as well, first, it's only cities with a population of a hundred thousand or more, or more, right? And to be honest, some of these cities are right on the fucking border of Correct. that. So yes. I, I, they probably should have gone two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. I think, because that's when a city, it's a proper city, two fifty, something like that. But whatever. Okay, so top of this list here was uh, Memphis. That's in the top ten. Yeah, but I wonder how much. So we, the four factors are crash fatalities per hundred thousand, the number of fatalities due to bad driving per hundred thousand. Uh, DUIs and speeding, right? And then uh, bad driving is categorized how it is. 
I didn't see anything about getting shot in a drive-by on there. Is that because it's Memphis, right? It should be. I feel like Memphis is mostly drive-bys. It should be. Or, or, the, or every once in a while, a cop, a couple cops will pull you out of the car and just kind of go bananas on you. Yeah, but only if you're banging one of their fucking girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> and, and the that's white, what and, happens. And the white dude, one, stays off camera, and two, films the whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, not, was that what the final verdict was on that? <laughs> yeah. Was it really? I mean, that, he, that, yeah, Allegedly. that's what it looked like. Okay. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. I didn't know that. That's fucking insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no. which part did you not know? About banging the girlfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was the rumor yeah. when that started, yeah. but I didn't know if it was confirmed. Yeah, they found text messages from the the shift supervisor or whatever the fuck. Ah. As, as right after they laid the beat down on the guy, he texted somebody, I fucked him up, man. Yeah. Because... Anytime in a criminal investigation, they never check your texts. They never check your phone calls. <laughs> they never check your DNA under your fingernails. Uh, Fucking idiots. Uh, but Memphis, I've driven through Memphis plenty of times. I've, I've, I don't think it's that bad to drive in. I didn't it's, notice it's that. It's bad, either. you know, being white. It's, it's bad to stop. Yeah. But I don't know if it's bad to drive. <laughs> never had uh, a problem there. Yeah. Uh, Baton Rouge is on this list yeah, You at number two. Now, you and I have been there and driven out of there. We were in traffic because of a game. But it's a small town that mm. I, it's, Baton Rouge was fine. I didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. I'm surprised that they have that many people. I'm surprised that Albuquerque is on this list. Now, I've driven through Albuquerque a bunch. Uh, I shot a, a TV show there. I never, I had zero problems in Albuquerque. As a matter of fact, it was a beautiful drive through there. I wouldn't want to live there. Um, but it is beautiful <laughs> to look at all the, the shit on the highway. And I would like to see the cross tabs for this and see how many points each city's getting for which infraction. Right. Like, is Albuquerque a really high instance of DUIs or something? I could see that. Yes. Uh, and it's, a, a, it's like weighing all the other things down a little bit because I've, I've driven through Albuquerque several times and I've never noticed. I've never had an issue there. Uh, Macon, Georgia is on this list now. I bought my dog there when I was a child. Small town. I don't know that that's worthy of this list. No. Because there's, it's, there's no even fucking major highway that really goes through there. So I... Eh, that's too small for me. St. Louis, sure. How sure. how is it? I've, I've driven in St. Louis. I, I swear, like you know, like you said earlier, people think wherever they are from or live is where the worst drivers are. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so much appreciably worse here than they were in St. Louis. I like, agree with that statement. I've driven through both. I would say Austin for sure. But don't you think there is a so? If you're aware of how bad the drivers are in a place, that makes you safer. Right, kind you, of. you behave more safely because of that. Yes, but I've mapped it out. I don't know how to drive in Texas because the right lane is the fast lane for any mm. asshole who's tired of the guy in the middle or tired of the guy in the left who's going about five over the speed limit. So now I can never merge right. I can never get off at the exit because he's blowing past me at 85 miles an hour and I'm trying to get off on Manchak. Manchaka. Okay, that's how we that's what we call it. And that. it's just there's just weird shit here. Like no one signals. People keep their headlights off at night, or they're just not paying attention. Like it's just it's sort of like a homicidal. Well, that's cartel. What <laughs> is it? Cartel, yeah. No, I don't not. think so, man. On South Lamar, Maybe. No, the cartel no. is not riding dirty. Obviously, trying to get pulled over by fucking immigration. Well, thirty five is like one of the largest, I think, trafficking. Yeah. It, it is. is yeah. yeah. But I'm talking on yeah. like literally. I'm talking on like South Congress, South Lamar, like anywhere. Like it's just the I, it, driving through downtown Austin too is tough, man. It's a it's a rough one for me. Cleveland. 
I don't know why this is on this list. Uh, downtown Cleveland is very small. Well, again, this is only it's based. Like a roundabout, and that's about it's it. It's only there. based on the DOT traffic data, like how many people got DUIs and how many people died. Well, people get fucked up there, yeah. so for sure. I mean, you're you're pretty miserable living in Cleveland, so I can understand. Yeah. People uh, have been fleeing to the Cleve for a minute. The yeah. Cleveland area is a very nice ever. The Riverwalk, Boy, some celebrities, no, some C-list celebrities. No, the land? No, no. The what, land is not great. What celebrities great. that aren't a part of a professional sports franchise are live hanging in Cleveland? Cleveland exactly. The Pauls. The Pauls, yeah, yeah. Jake Paul. They don't even live there. They live in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the, the fact that DUI is one of the metrics t- makes it even more unbelievable that St. Louis is on the list because it is basically legal to drive drunk in St. Louis City. There are so many... Believe it or not, the cops have other things to do. One time, a fraternity brother of mine was so drunk driving home that he fe- he Tony LaRusso it. He fell asleep at the stop si- at the stop sign mm-hmm. or stoplight. Cop came up, woke him up. He had to call another cop because he didn't know how to give a sobriety test. This is a dude wow. on the fucking fort. Like they just don't know. Like they don't do it. Whereas Los Angeles, by the way, has made an entire business out of DUIs. Oh yeah, they've got the mobile trucks with a, and, and, and a magic. Yep. There's literally a magic judge in the fucking truck. Yes, to arraign you on the spot. The downtown courthouse <laughs> in L.A. that you see in all those fun flirty movies uh, over the years is now top to bottom, all eleven floors, I believe. It, it is a DUI court and a DUI court only down there. Print that money. It's the only thing. I mean, they need money and out there. I understand it's right uh, now in downtown St. Louis. There are gangs of dirt bikes and four wheelers driving around shooting machine guns in the air. Yeah, that's that, they, stole really? that, they stole that from Philly, though. Yeah, that's a Philly. Like thing. that's a Philly. Philly's been yeah. doing that since like the eighties. But St. Louis is carrying it on. That's why they put Meek Mill in prison, popping a wheelie on a uh, dirt bike. Was that what, was what it was? It, it wasn't just popping a wheelie on a dirt bike. Yeah, I think he had a couple other things uh, that were out there. He broke probation, but There was some gunfire involved, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I believe so, too, Delco. Uh, Detroit is on here. Now, if we're going by cities that you don't want to live in, sure. Um, I, again, that's just not safe. Detroit's Detroit. tied with Victorville, California. And then the next one is small. Yeah, it is. So is Hesperia, though. Yeah, Hesperia, California. One. Rockford, Illinois is on this list. Well, Rockford is... That's pretty close to Chicago, right? It's close, but if you're going to do it, put Chicago on that list. Yeah, but I don't think people... Th- there's probably a lot more people taking Uber and public transportation the bigger a city gets. I think that uh, skews this data that's true. a little bit. That's true. Uh, all right, so conversely, here are the cities with the safest drivers. Not best. Not the best, safest, the safest. Right, so this is, safest. again, based on the same metrics where they don't have a lot of DUIs, which... The first one on the list makes that seem impossible. Yes, it's Green Bay. Green Bay, Wisconsin, where I've I've seen on with my own two eyeballs a study that was conducted by um, uh, by uh, a women's group in Wisconsin that showed that Green Bay specifically has higher, like thirty six percent higher instances of domestic violence whenever the Packers lose. I understand, and that. it goes up to sixty percent higher if it's a home game. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. There's no way that every well, everybody in in Wisconsin is drunk all the time. I remember when I first moved there, and I was I, I had a couple of different jobs. One was in politics, uh, and then I I did some other business stuff. But <clears throat> every single job I had, it was common to go have two drinks at lunch every day. Mm-hmm. Like that was, and it wasn't even like like oh come on buddy, we're gonna go have two drinks. It's like oh, we're going to the we're going to the bar. Yep. It's it's eleven thirty, dude. We're going to the bar. Yeah, we'll be back at two. It's, and it's like what the fuck? What is this? Are we having a siesta, but we're drinking the whole time. Yep. 
Um, so this is I, I don't believe this. This seems impossible to me. No, it seems impossible to me unless they're saying that you know more people are just showing up for the the Green Bay games and the rest of the time it's wide open. Uh, maybe. Uh, also, if your team know. does lose, yeah, a little DV is going to happen occasionally. So yeah. let that slide. <clears throat> Carry North Carolina that one makes is on sense. this list. That one makes sense. Yeah, because it's all like that. That's a that's the it's pretty wealth, upscale. It's community. probably the wealthiest individual city in North Carolina, I would guess. One probably. of them, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's probably for sure. Uh, Oxnard, California. So boring. Sure, so there's nothing. nothing there. I mean, there's nothing really there. The only thing so. that's there's a there's a fucking uh, airport. Yep. Right in Ontario, not too very far small, away. Very small. Very small airport. Oxnard is where the Cowboys training facility is. Yeah, and that's, that's about I don't it. Know, I don't know anything else that goes on up there. Nothing. Uh, Bellevue, Washington, haven't been. Bellevue is right across the bridge from Seattle, so it's the east okay. side. When people in Seattle refer to the east side, that's Bellevue. Gotcha. Um, uh, McKinley, Texas. Where is that located? McKinney. Uh, McKinney, yeah, I Texas. Know. I don't know where that's at. That's not far from here. Okay. Uh, Lynn, Massachusetts is on here. Glendale, California. Been to Glendale. Eh, a ton of traffic, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, Pearland, Texas? Where the fuck is that? Um, I've never oh heard of Pearland. I'm looking. So, I'm sorry. McKinney's actually north of Plano. And then Pearland it's is in south Hu- suburb Houston. Houston. Houston, okay. I wonder if it's a nice suburb. I'm sure it is. Uh, College Station, Texas. That's a shocker. Uh, yeah, I, that that one's. Well, I guess it is kind of spread out, and pretty much everybody's driving a truck. I haven't been, dude. We haven't, I, I haven't been there yet. But I feel we like been to a game I kind of feel like College Station would have a lot of DUIs. Same. I. You know, the thing with college towns is is that like the kids get rides. Like if you're in a fraternity or a sorority, you're getting a ride from a pledge. If you're there, all the universities, even before Uber have like driver services, you can call at Mizzou. It's called stripes. I think that are like, you know, like sober rides or whatever. So the college kids, I feel like don't get that many DUIs, all things considered. Well, I was thinking more of, Oh yeah, yeah. The Old people who have graduated college. Yeah. Myself, a couple of years ago. Him, sixty years ago. No, it's my um, fucking uh, 06 for me. I go to the college. games and get fucking hammered. Also, boring places where there's nothing to do. I feel like probably have higher DUI rates. Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing other than A and M to do there. Uh, and the last one, which is surprising <clears throat> on this list, is Henderson, Nevada. We know where Henderson is. Yeah, it's like I just south of, yeah. of Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Um, they get the best schools in the state. Nice, yeah, it's nice there. I, I, that's all I really know about Henderson. Hot as fuck, but it's nice. Yeah, fuck that. So uh, would never live there, but congratulations on being safe drivers. Uh, proud of you for that one. And uh, yeah, that's the news today, kids. Uh, now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. Do you want to tell people the new website, by the way, for the t-shirts and everything else? Well, uh, it's just we got some some emails on it today. Yeah, it's just go to drinkingbros.com and it should forward you over to the um, nine line site. If it doesn't work, then clear your browser cache. Okay. And then wait like an hour or two and then try it again. Yeah, we just signed up with Nine Line. Bob, uh, if you want to type in drinkingbros.com, let's see if it works on yours. It is actually, I'd probably need to clear the cache. Okay. Around. Um, yeah, because uh, we just signed up with the Nylon, uh, Nine Line to do merch, and they're doing all our merch, so we're getting the store stocked up now. Uh, I believe there's probably, what, 15 items on there? I just ordered a couple t shirts from it, uh, some Hardy F. Seltzer t shirts yeah. the other day uh, that are in routes. Um, we're excited. It's it's a great company. The their quality is is unmatched pretty much, and uh, and we're amped about it. However, switching over the website and all that other stuff, it's a process. Yeah, it's a process. So if you it if, sucks. if you're trying to buy stuff right now and, and you can't, uh, and you're waiting on your cash to clear. 
just go to ninelineapparel.com, uh, click on partner stores, and then we're down. We're, we're on that list on the left side. Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see us. There's a yeah. bunch of other companies in there. Uh, so the drinking bro of the week will be changing as well. Where should they submit for that? Uh, we're, I'm going to have nine line add it to the website. Oh, great. This. And it's just like a mail to a descent us a piece of mail. It's not that big a deal. You should have to buy a t-shirt to promote the show to be drinking bro of the week. That would be a nice thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. Hey, support the show. I can Keep put it, the lights on here. We can put right? it in the checkout part. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Okay. Uh, this <clears> one was submitted by Easton Bush. <laughs> Spelled like the Bush family. The, uh, the beer, actually. Um, from South Carolina, listener of Drinking Bros since uh, the very, very fucking beginning, he says. Nominating Ricardo Stratford. Reason for the nomination, we were in the shit together. And then in parentheses, he puts ROTC. Is that the shit? Um, yeah, it's not. Okay. okay, but whatever. It's not the stink. Uh, he was the three-year Hagen champion mm. of Edesto Beach, South Carolina. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Hogging is going out to bars trying to find fat chicks to fuck. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Have you uh, really never heard that phrase no, before? No, I haven't. I haven't. Mm. Father of five, uh, and he weighed close to 400 pounds, uh, heart of mayo, and an angel. That sounds like somebody that would go hogging. Yeah, sure, sure does. Yeah. Uh, loved his collection of raccoons. Man of God, it also says. He once drank 16 Bud Ices and peed out of his butt. Uh, that happens to Bob on a daily basis. Is this Bill Brasky? What the fuck's going on here? Uh, it says uh, he died of diabetes uh, that he wasn't aware that he had. Told him I would make him uh, drinking bro of the week. Uh, while they were putting him in the ground, Jesus Christ! I don't. Uh, it I don't, does say rest in power, brother. I, I I don't think this is real. I think this is real. Uh, what's the the Easton Bush from South Carolina? That's who submitted it. But what's, the the gentleman's just, name is Ricardo Stratford. Go to Facebook and see if you can find him. I don't. I don't think this is real. I hope it's real, and I want to say if it is, this is the greatest tribute I've ever read about somebody. There's a Ricky Stratford on Instagram. I'd have Rob look it up, but he is uh, in the bathroom. Doing exactly he, what we just said. He's yeah. pissing out of his ass, yeah. yeah. Which should be faster, in my theory. Who knows? There's probably mm-hmm. a lot of shame. Uh, you've probably seen it up close, Delco. There's probably a lot of shame in what he's done over the weekend and everything else. And uh, Mondays are a rough go for Bob. He's got a really empty out the system. I'm not seeing anything. I really over. don't. I'm going to look into this farther. Easton Bush and, and Ricardo Stratford. I think it's real, and I hope it's real. And I don't I, think so. I want to say that uh, you're a beautiful man for submitting this. And we'll see. We'll see if it's uh, if it's true or not. But uh, yeah, um, we'll have a new uh, Drinky Bro of the Week submission form. In the meantime, we do have a few here in the inbox, so uh, we'll keep going with these guys until we settle settle on a landing place uh, for the new ones. And uh, yeah, dude, go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Go to that Star Mart there on campus, fourteen oh five. University Boulevard. Grab those hard AF seltzers. The faster we sell out there, the faster they'll restock them. And then it just keeps going on and keeps getting bigger. Uh, and like I said, D'Anthony and I will be there. Uh, we will definitely be there for the uh, the Texas game. And uh, we'll let you know what we're doing for that. And in the meantime, uh, if you want to have that live party at your house in Orlando, maybe we'll hit up Homeboy from the last show, see if he yeah. wants to do it. Um, I think everything was fine. Nothing, nobody wrecked his house or anything. I don't think so. Seemed they just, all right. uh, uh, you know, cream pied their girlfriend in that, uh, that hot tub. 
Yeah, but you can just uh, get one of those little scoopers, scoop that Pop it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not that big a deal. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, thanks for tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros. Fake News. Good night, everyone. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.